Good morning, everyone. Morning. That's pretty good for the crowd as big as it is. Today is Friday, November 26, 2021. This is your Friday morning safety meeting. It should also be known as National Stretchy Pants Day, right? Everybody feel me? Okay. If you're here this morning, first of all, let's let's start where we should. Thank you for being here. I mean, we know yesterday was a holiday, but trucking doesn't stop, right? You guys are sitting right here because you're away from your families, and I hope you know that everyone here and everyone in this building appreciates what you do. So let's give you guys that are here, you guys and girls, a big round of applause. And those that are out listening to this, this is live. It goes out on different media outlets. They're out there working as well today, taking care of our customers. So thank you very much. And also, with all that wonderful breakfast you're getting this morning, how about a big round of applause for our kitchen crew? They're here this morning making sure you're fed and the bellies are full too. And yesterday, absolutely. They were here doing the exact same thing and getting all that turkey so you can get some tryptophan and then go out to your truck and take a nap, right? If your truck was here, all right. Well, let's throw it out to Pittston. Who we got in Pittston? We got Ricky this morning. Good morning. I'm trying to get Good out morning, of the There you go. How's it looking out there today? Uh, it's it's kind of gloomy up here today. It was, uh, no sun. It's cold. It's, it's kind of uh, damp. You know, it's, it's just not a good day up here. You act like it's the Northeast in wintertime. Well, it's, you know, it's getting there. You know, I, I, we have had some uh, snow flurries off and on the last couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, it is that time. Well, let's cross our fingers that they're few and far between, okay? If you guys have any questions up there or comments, make sure you get on the mic and let us know, all right? We appreciate you guys. Same to you, Rick. Thank you. Uh, how about Salt Lake City? Do we have Troy this morning? We always have Troy in Salt Lake City. How you doing? Doing good, Troy. I'm wondering, do you guys, like, give away free Red Bulls before this meeting in the morning? <laughs> You know, it's 7 a.m. And, and we're bright and early. We're just excited to be here. Every week, all of our drivers come in and say, hey, can we scream and cheer? And I said, please do. We're happy to be here. So we're happy to be in Salt Lake. They're happy to be working with Prime right now. So, Aren't we all? We're all blessed, that's for sure. <laughs> well, once again, uh, also to you, Troy, if you guys have any questions or comments, please make sure you let us know. We'll get them on. Do Thank we you. Thank you. Do we have any PSD students? If you're new to our family today, if you would stand up for us. Anyone in the reflective vest? I'm guessing you're here new to us. Let's give you guys a round of applause. You have picked. You can go ahead and have a seat. Thank you so much for joining our family. We hope you know we've done our research and we hope you've done the same because we are truly, as it says on your vest, driven by the best. And that's you guys. You guys are the next up and comers. So we want to thank you for joining our family. We hope that you always get the respect you deserve here, but you've joined a pretty awesome company, and you're going to see that. This meeting is designed to help you along the way. We're going to talk about topics that will, things that will affect you hopefully every day so that you can grow and prosper and be here for a very long time because that's the, the eventual goal. So what you got this morning, Steve? Well, good morning, Bill. That's the Hi. longest I've ever talked in one of these meetings. So well, your you turn. Good. You got everything covered. <laughs> I'd just like to offer my welcome to everyone here today and, and, and kind of echo what Bill said. This is a this is a tough time of year. We realize every one of you is away from your family. So, you know, my thanks for that, too. It's what keeps us going. It's what keeps our customers going. 
We're going to be heading into a challenging four weeks, probably the most challenging four weeks of the year, uh, every year between Thanksgiving and Christmas as we try to balance taking care of our customers, taking care of our operators, just a lot going on at one time, combined with the, with the weather coming in. Uh, we've already seen a little bit of activity in Wyoming, in Montana this year, and we'll talk a little bit about winter driving here in just a bit. But I, I do want to welcome everyone to the meeting. You know, these meetings have really uh, kind of changed over the years from the old days of one Saturday a month to every Friday to putting it on cassettes, putting it on CDs, now we're out there on Facebook Live, we're out there on YouTube Live. So if you don't have the opportunity to see the meeting in person, you can always catch it out there. You can catch it later. They're archived on our app so you can see them. As Bill said, we, we try to make these informative. We're not just up here to, to talk, but rather to share information with you and to listen to what you have to say. We do want to we want to hear your comments. We want to hear the challenges you're having out there and, and what what can we do better? You often hear us say, we're pretty good, we're not perfect, but we're pretty good, but there's always, always room for improvement. But I will say that we do have the best operators in the country. We're, we're super proud of everything you do out there. And, and I think there's been two things in the last couple of years that have really gotten truckers the attention and the recognition they deserve. First, of course, is COVID, which we're all tired of hearing from, but just looks like we're just having trouble getting that behind us. Certainly that presented a challenge, but truckers were out there working every single day. And the second thing are the supply chain issues that we're hearing. The only way, the only way we're going to get ahead or get caught up with the supply chain issues is with truckers. That's the only way these products are going to be delivered. All those ships sitting off the coast of Long Beach and other ports, they'll make it to port. But from there, it's to the trucker. Trucking is the only, the only mode of transportation that goes to every community in the country. So we are the lifeblood of this economy. So thank you for being here and thank you for being truckers. We appreciate you. We respect you. Something I want to add to that, Steve, is you, you guys will hear a lot of operation folks asking you to stay out and run over the holiday. This is just my point of view and my perspective only. That's not, I hope you know, that's not to try and keep you out away from your families. What we're asking you to do is take care of our customers because what happens this time of year is they have trouble getting that supply chain filled, right? You guys are the only ones that can do that. And we understand being away from your family, that's a huge challenge. We just ask, have that discussion with your family and say, can we hold it off to the week after? Because I'm telling you right now, from my history of being at this company, when you take care of those customers this time of year right now, those customers are gonna pay it tenfold after the first of the year when things normally start to slow down, they're going to remember the companies that stepped up and took care of them when they needed project or when they needed all their products on the shelves. And once again, I'm not saying that because I want you away from your families. I know how important family time is and you need that. But if you can just ask them to postpone it a week or two, stay out there, take care of these customers. I'm going to tell you, you're going to see it when it comes time after the first of the year, when normally things start to slow down, they're going to come to prime and say, thank you for taking care of us. We're going to take care of you. And you'll hear our operations folks say that all the time, but it's really got to be your choice. And I just ask that you try to have those tough conversations with the family and see if you can make it work. If you can, great. We're going to keep you busy. If you can't, we understand too. We're not going to hold it against you. We're not going to penalize you, but I just want you to think about it. And from, from me, thank you for those that do think about it and make that effort. I appreciate it because you're taking care of us at the beginning of next year, whether you know it or not. You want to go into some inspection numbers? Yeah, go ahead. Yep, I've got those for our left. So inspections is kind of how 
in the industry, it's kind of how we're compared against other companies, right? So when we go through an inspection, if there's any violations on that inspection, that goes against our CSA score. What a CSA score is, is it kind of levels the field on who's out there looking over their equipment and take care of things and doing it safely and who's not. So if we're in competition with another company for a freight market, one of the things they're going to do is they're going to look into that safety score and they're going to see who's got the better. And the only way that we can protect that safety score is make sure on inspections we keep them as clean as we possibly can. Last week we had 136 total inspections with 88 clean. That's a 65% clean rate. Give yourselves a round of applause. The average in the industry is approximately 40%. So that shows how much above and beyond prime is, but we want better, right? We always, we're not perfect, but we want to work every day to get there. So let's do better than 65% next week. Because every time we turn in one of those clean inspections, it helps that safety score. So there, when we're comp competing with another company and they see that our score is better, that freight's going to continue to come our way because they're going to want to put it with the safest company out there. Last week, we paid out $7,125 in clean inspections. You get paid for your time. You get a clean inspection. You're going to be rewarded for it. So if you roll through as a lease operator, owner-op, you're going to get 100 bucks, And if you're a company driver, you're going to get 25 The importance is, is what you need to do is prior to getting to that scale, when you're doing your, your trip planning and you know where these scales are going to be, look at your atlas, look for that little red dot, and know that that's a permanent scale. Stop 30 minutes or so prior to it. Get yourself in a safe location at a truck stop. Take a break. Take a 30-minute break. Before you get rolling, look that equipment over. Anything can go out in transit. Any light can go out. Anything can happen. You can have a tire going low. All these things, you'll catch it when you stop to look that equipment over. That way, when you go through that scale, use it as an ATM, right? You're going to get money for it. So go through. Hopefully, they wave you in, get you checked out. we got the best equipment out there. So let's get you a clean inspection and get you back rolling. It helps you and it helps us. Some drivers had a discussion yesterday. If you see the scale is closed and you're red, you're, uh, you get a red light on your pre-pass, make sure you go into that scale because they will ticket you. I had uh, about six of them in the last past year. Four out of those six, there was a DMV or inspector in that scale, making sure I pulled in. So just make sure you look at your pre-pass. And that's one thing that you got to see. Thank you. And one of the things we always say is error on the side of caution. If it's confusing, pull in. If you're getting an in-cab signal that conflicts with the sign says or vice versa, just pull in. At the end of the day, the worst they can do is, is inspect you. We don't care. we got good equipment. we got good operators. We know we're going to be good. But the other thing is they could just wave you through, but that way they're not coming down, chase you down to tell you that you made the wrong decision. So let's make sure that we're always erring on the side of caution. Thank you, Bill. I'd like to add to something or kind of build on something uh, Bill said there. And he said, you know, about 30 minutes prior to that inspection, go ahead uh, to the scale. I'm sorry. Go ahead and find a place to inspect your equipment. But then he said something after that, which caught my ear. He said, make sure you're pulling off the road into a truck stop, a rest area or somewhere what would the absolute worst place be to pull over to try to do a quick inspection of your truck prior to a scale? The shoulder, exactly. And we've been talking about shoulders this year quite a bit because, you know, I'll quote my predecessor, Don Lacey, that some of you folks remember. Don had a saying, it should only go on the shoulder if you are dying 
or your truck is dying. And I think those are very wise words right there. We don't want to be on that shoulder unless we really have to. If we do, get on there. That's why they put it there. And we've got a little video here. I'm going to ask Brianne to, to start this, and I'll I'll probably have you stop it a couple of times, Brianne. But this is from, from our truck. Uh, I don't remember where he was. Do you? Somewhere out west. I don't. Okay, so... He's just he, he's in the right lane. And and there were some other things going on here. Uh, and that's why we got the video. But just kind of minding his own business right here. It's a beautiful day. And just kind of watch the shoulder up there. It'll come up here in a, a second or so. <laughs> there, I think we can. OK, can you stop it there for a second, Brian? Can you kind of see that truck on the shoulder up there right there? You can kind of see it up. Thank you. Brianne. So go ahead again. Okay, we're getting closer to it. And, and this is where the real problem starts developing. And kind of see him starting to ease out right there. And I can tell you, there is a truck to our left. He was a little ways back, but it really shows you that the, and that's good, Brianne, thanks. Really shows you the risk of being on the shoulder and getting off the shoulder. If you need to be there, I'm fine with it. Make sure, though, if you are on the shoulder, you've got your four ways on, you put your triangles out, let people see you, because there are a lot of distracted folks out there driving. And from that one right there, I think there would probably be a pretty good chance that some people would not have noticed that truck easing out into the shoulder and that truck probably would have been rear-ended. And, and that could have been very serious to whoever hit that truck. So please, please keep that in mind. That, that shoulder is not the place to be unless you really, really need to be there. Because it's dangerous being on the shoulder and it's dangerous getting back on the road. Any questions on that or comments or concerns on it, disagreements? Yes, everyone agrees. You got good information this okay. morning. Okay. I'm going to keep going on the safety topics because there's a couple other things I want to talk about. And, you know, I really don't like this term because I just don't like it. But sometimes we hear it, and we hear it when we're in a big winter accident, and maybe we jackknife. And I understand that. You know, that's certainly not what our intent is. I'd, I'd love to go through this winter without any jackknifes, without any runoff the roads. But that's probably not going to happen, but we're sure going to give it our best effort to make sure it doesn't happen. But when that happens, we have to be careful within reason that we don't abandon our truck. And that's the word I don't like, but I, I've heard it before. I've heard it used against us. Well, your driver abandoned his truck right there, and then someone came along and ran into it. And I know it's dangerous out there. The highways are dangerous. The weather's obviously bad, but we've got to do everything we can within our capability to make sure that truck is observable to people coming behind us with the four ways, if you can, your triangles. I don't want you going out there and getting hurt, but I also don't want one of our trucks in the dark just laying across the highway there that becomes a, a, a dangerous object for anyone coming behind us. So please, and really that's a good reason to, it kind of leads me into my last topic. If we can avoid that jackknife, if we can avoid running off the road, then we don't have to worry about trying to, uh, to illuminate it or make sure it's seen by other vehicles. So my first point is if that does happen, please, please do the best you can safely to make sure that truck is visible for folks coming from behind you. But how we avoid that, and this is our theme this winter, and it's going to be get stopped a little bit sooner. 
And, wh- and why do I say that? The reason I say it, Bill and Dave and Bennett, Dennis, they interview almost every driver that's involved in a winter accident. Ricky does them up in Pittston. And the common theme we hear is, I was trying to find a place to park. I was trying to get off the highway. Well, just by saying that, I was trying to find a place. That means we went by the last place and didn't stop there, whether that was a rest area. And I know it might be full. Maybe it was a truck stop. It might be full. But staying on the highway probably didn't work out if we're interviewing them for an accident. So our goal this year, what we're really striving for is to try to get stopped before you find yourself in a predicament where I shouldn't be out here. I need to get off at the next exit. And I can tell you this, we, we talk about this constantly. Your fleet manager will support you. The sales staff here will support you. The customers will support you. They understand that. And we talk about this frequently up here on Fridays when we are involved in an accident. The first question from the customer is not, is my cargo okay? It's not, when am I going to get my freight? It's, are your drivers okay? They really do care about you. And I know sometimes they have a hard time of expressing that, but they do care about you. And they would much rather get that load the next day or the next day as opposed to not getting it. So please, if you need to park, don't be ashamed of that. It's, it's not, it's not a, a question about your driving skills. It's only you need to park when it's going to be unsafe kind of an analogy that we use, and I think it makes a lot of sense. And think about this. You're going on vacation, you got in the plane, you're all strapped in, and the pilot comes on and he goes, well, it looks like we've got some bad weather ahead, but I think we can make it. Well, that'd be pretty scary to me on that plane if I hear the pilot saying, I think we can make it. If we're not sure, we need to be having that same mindset that I'm going to park the truck, And then I'm going to communicate with my fleet manager, let them know where I am and when I think I'll be moving again so we can communicate with our customers. But that's a lot better than the alternative. Yes, sir. So if you look at this month's uh, magazine, page 16, that truck for the winter, the winter uh, picture there, that's my truck. I took that picture. It was raining in Portland. I was in uh, Maine. It was raining in Portland. And I told my fleet manager, if you're making me go up to Easton, which is near Canada, I need to leave now. I started driving. It was sleeting. Started freezing over. I pulled over to the side, told my fleet manager. They said, no problem. Woke up that morning. There was three inches of snow on my truck. That was the picture. So if you feel, always pull over. And there was another truck running with me. She ran all the way up, up to Maine, and she got stuck that night. So... Um, just if you don't feel comfortable, like Steve said, pull over and uh, take a break because you're like you said, fleet manager, anybody will reschedule or anything. So thank you. Well said. Thank you. Thank you. Got one more comment or question. Just wanted to say, make sure you have your tools ready for your, you know, I mean, if you're heading into bad weather, get out your truck stop book, get out your, you know, your know where everything's at. Basically, use your tools, not actual tools, but tools that you have, you know, your weather channel app, your AccuWeather app, you know, knowing that that bad weather is coming. It's not going away, you know, so. Thank you. Appreciate both those comments. Good. And you got to remember that jackknife accidents happen for one reason, and that is not, you don't get to blame Mother Nature. You don't get to say, well, I had an accident because it was snowing, right? 
we were driving too fast for the conditions at hand. You've chosen a very challenging career here because we don't get to blame it on other people. It, once again, as he said, you got to shut down. You're the captain of the ship. You're the one that's out there making those decisions. And that's a tough decision to make. First of all, don't try to impress anybody in here by pushing through. We're not going to we're not going to be any more impressed by you pushing through than if you just shut down and do the right thing. That's what we want to see, because speed for the conditions at hand or trying to outdrive your ability is another thing we say. Maybe this is your first winter and you've not drove a 73 foot long, 80,000 pound vehicle on those kind of roads. Don't. You don't have to have that first winter under your belt, that first bad snowfall to impress anybody. We want you here. And to do that, you got to make sure you're making that right decision and don't be out there driving too fast for the conditions. I will say if you have to pull over, especially on uh, in an exit, go all the way to the on-ramp. Don't get on uh, pull over on the off-ramp. Because what that tends to happen sometimes is somebody will actually slide into you. And yeah, trying to get off of that same exit and going into it too fast and can't stop. Good point. You know, it sounds like Bill and I are up here with doom and gloom for this winter, doom and gloom for safety, but actually it's just the opposite. You are all incredibly safe. The trucking industry is incredibly safe, and, and you have to look at the numbers, and, and I agree. One accident where someone gets hurt is one accident too many, but the trucking industry as a whole is extremely safe. It's extremely predictable. It's extremely dependable for the American economy. So we are not up here in doom and gloom. We're up here hoping that we're going to make this a very, very safe winter because those accidents, there are ramifications for our drivers, for the safety department, for Prime as a whole. So let's make this a good winter out there. And I think the key is preparation, whether it's using all the tools you've got, or just communicating with your fleet manager what you can do, what you can't do. And finally, on this topic for our new folks, this is really a good time to enter our training program. Yeah, it'd probably be a lot more fun to enter it in April where it's warming up, the days are longer, but you're not going to get a lot of winter driving in April and May and June. So for our new folks, take this opportunity to listen to your instructor. Then listen to your trainer out there. These men and women have been out there doing it, and, and they know what they're talking about. If you have questions, if you have concerns, though, push back a little bit. You know, say, I want to hear more about this, or why are we doing it this way? I, my idea would be to go this way. So please you know, listen to them, but also uh, question them with any, any concerns that you have out there. But this is a good time to, to get this winter driving under your belt so when you do get your own truck, you're going to be ready to go. You're going to have all the skills that you need to be successful out there. Anything on the safety side before we pass it on? We've got some good speakers here today. I don't want to miss them. Let me jump in there real quick. Yeah, go ahead, Rick. You know, it's it, all the talk, the topics that we just talked about, you know, are, are something that you're going to use throughout your, your driving time. Anytime that you get behind the wheel, you need to slow down. Uh, you need to increase your following distance, limit your distractions in the cab, and uh, always drive to your ability. And, that, and that's something that you should use anytime that you get behind the wheel of a commercial motor vehicle. That's well said, Rick. Thank you for that. And probably overlooked that. Uh, so I'm glad Rick brought that up about following distance, appropriate speed, and don't, being dis don't be distracted in the cab. Please. When we looked at that video right there, if someone had been distracted, it really, really could have ended poorly. Anything else? Okay, I think we'll start today. Let's go ahead and start with security. We've got Bill Banning, our security director. 
heard Bill say it many times. I'll steal his thunder that thieves don't ever take a holiday. So go ahead, Bill. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, everybody. First thing I want to do before we get started here is thank everybody. Thank you for being part of the supply chain. We've heard it already. Uh, getting all of our food to the store so we could have it enjoy a very good Thanksgiving yesterday. You know, without truckers, the United States just doesn't happen anymore. You guys are the lifeline of this country. So I just, once again, I just will say thank you. Thank you very much. So they asked me to come up here and speak about securement, securement of trailers, securement of freight. Guys, it's really pretty easy. Over this next hot season, we've got, what, 30 days between here and Christmas or so? You guys are going to go home, and you got to find a place to put your trailers, put your tractors. First thing you don't do is take it to the Walmart and park on the Walmart parking lot. Not going to happen this time of year. We get calls every single day to have you guys move your tractors and trailers off the Walmarts because they're packed. They're busy this time of year. So please get with your fleet managers, get with the sales, figure out the best place for it. Wednesday was a perfect example. We had a bunch of trailers we had to get secured down in Atlanta. We've only got one drop yard down there, and we have 30 spots. But we get a call, we can't get any more trailers into the place. They're loaded trailers. We want to get them secure, right? But we've got 34 trailers already in, so what's the Atlanta drop yard saying? You can't come in here unless you take some out. So we had to ship trucks in there to get the empty ones out, put the full ones in. But we will work with you to ensure that we keep our loads safe and keep you guys safe for the holidays. The best thing you can do to keep your load safe is real simple, is put a lock on the back of your trailer. Right now, the number one thing being stolen in the United States is food. Probably thinking, well, why not electronics? Why not TVs, other things? Those all have serial numbers on them, right? You can find me any steak in the supermarket, you're never gonna find a serial number on that steak. But if you steal a truckload of steaks, I guarantee you, you can get rid of those right now. The way meat prices are, they're getting probably 50, 60 cents on a dollar for each one of those things in, on the black market. So here's what we ask you to do. Put your lock on the back of that trailer. Go to the store, buy yourself an abloy lock, put it on the back of the trailer. Now it does two things. A, it secures your load, but it also keeps us out of other situations. If your seal gets cut off and you don't have a lock on there and you open up the back door, we may end up losing that entire load. Shipper says, sorry, seal's gone. We don't know if it's contaminated, somebody did something to it. Boom, we gotta pay for a whole entire load on claims. Or somebody does get in there, it takes one or two articles, same thing. Or they leave the back door open and say it's a temperature control. And now we go out of temperature, Brady. Keith can tell you, anybody from sales can tell you, we get those calls all the time. Guys, we gotta take claim the whole load because you went out of temperature. So that lock does two things, keeps the load safe, but also keeps it so we don't have to worry about contamination to the load. Very, very important. Any flatbedders in here? Oh, we got one, okay. <laughs> right now, number second thing being stolen in the United States is building goods, sheetrock, plywood, lumber. Did anybody try to build a house lately? Prices are through the roof. You cannot find this stuff. I went to order windows the other day, 35 weeks out on windows for windows. So they're all being stolen right now. It's the number, number two thing. So between food, building goods, once you get building goods, no serial numbers, easy to get rid of. So all we're asking you to do over the next 30 days and every day when you do this 
secure your loads, secure your trailers, find a safe place to park. You know, if you don't have a place, call security. We'll work with you to figure out where you need to go to, what you need to do. But you know what? It's the end of the bottom line is you guys need to be safe and secure out there. So whatever you do, please take care of yourselves. When you get up, get out of your truck at night and make sure you know the surroundings. Walk like you have a purpose. Don't walk with your head down, walk with your head up. You know, know where you're going to. Have a flashlight on you. You want to go out and buy a flashlight with a taser on the back end of it? Great piece to have on you as personal protection. Somebody walks up to you, gets too close, you can zap them if you have to. But that, anything you can do to protect yourself, park underneath the light. Don't park in the back row of a truck, truck stop. Those are all good things so you're safe, you're secure, and you're home at the end of the day to be with your loved ones. That's all I've really got today. While you're up here, Bill, you know, the security really has two functions. One that Bill talked about, your security, the freight security, but you're also responsible for the security of all our properties, Bill, entering the property. Can you talk about that a little bit, what your security officers do and their expectation and yes. maybe long-term parking since you're also responsible for that? Thanks, Steve. So, yeah, I mean, guys, some of the things you probably see, and it's probably been a little bit different here over the last year and a half or so, you're getting greeted at the Packer Road gate when you're coming in, asking a few questions about COVID. You know, where have you been? Where, where have you taken any home time? You know, there's still some areas here in the United States that you take home time. We'll require you not to come in any facilities. You have to sit out by the wall. We'll bring your, your load out to you. You go off truck it again. Or we're asking you not to come in any prime facilities at this point in time. You know, it's, it's all about awareness, what's going on. You know, if you come in the front gate, we're going to check your ID, make sure you're part of the family here. If you're not, we'll find out why you're here, what's going on. Uh, that's going to be going on more at, at all of our other facilities, also in Salt Lake City and at Piston. Uh, here in Springfield, we got a little bit different setup because we got the back guard gate there off the of Packer Road. We're, we're going to be upgrading a few things at some of the other terminals to increase that a little bit more. But, you know, it's, like I said, hopefully we're going to get away from this COVID, but we're still going to have somebody out there checking to make sure you're a prime employee or you have a purpose here on the yard. Uh, anything else? I think that's good. Any questions okay. for Bill? We appreciate you, Bill, and all Thank your you. security officers. Thank you. You ready, Matt? Gonna ask Matt Hancock to come up. Matt oversees our driver health and fitness, and I think he's got someone new to introduce to us, so I'm gonna give up my mic as well. All right, thanks very much, guys. So I, a quick introduction. For those of you who don't know who I am, Matt Hancock, Driver Health and Fitness Coordinator. I see a few you know, green vests here today, so I wanna welcome you all to Prime, whether you're new to the industry or just new to Prime. It is a very hard place in the trucking industry to be healthy, to practice those health habits and, and to really do it the right way to where you can do it sustainably over the course of your trucking career. And, and that's what we're here for in driver health and fitness. You know, we're here to teach you how to eat healthier on the road through just small changes, how to exercise inside your truck, especially now that it's wintertime. We have exercise videos, routines, all that stuff. Um, we have a, a trainer out in Salt Lake that offers virtual personal training for our drivers. So five, 10 minute sessions you can do through Zoom, super awesome resource. And then we also have things that we like to look at, like you know things that are gonna affect you on the road. You know Maybe it's your DOT physical, you're looking at uh, blood pressure, you're looking at blood sugar, 
all those things, if they get too high, could take you off the road potentially. So that's a little bit out of my scope of things. And so what we did is we actually brought on a DHF dietitian. And so this dietitian, um, she just started here last let, the, last week, last week. Yeah, Monday. So um, so I'm going to introduce her and ask her a few questions, put her under the gun a little bit on the hot spot here. So um, first off, tell us a little bit about your background, um, where you're at before this. Um, introduce yourself a little bit. So hi, my name is Rachel. Um, I am a dietitian trained through Mercy. Um, if anyone's familiar with kind of like the Mercy Hospital. Um, so I was there for a little bit and I loved it there. I learned about and worked with all kinds of patients everything. So if you, you know, if you have issues with weight maintenance, weight control, worked with that. If you have issues with diabetes, worked with that. If you have issues with heart health, worked with that, you know, everything you can imagine. So I have a you know pretty good knowledge of everything to work on, but, um, you know, kind of here, I think we're mainly concerned with just, just the basics, just trying to work on healthy habits, building those. So I have lots of experience with that as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, so she has you know, a wide plethora of things she can help you guys with. And uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, too, here is just for those people out there, drivers out there that might think of a dietitian and think like, oh, she's going to I'm going to meet with her. She's going to tell me to eat more broccoli and eat more vegetables and to not drink energy drinks, all of that stuff. So if a driver were to see you, what could you help them do, um, you know, that would help them move in the right direction health wise? So we you know, I don't want to just tell you, you know, you need to have lean proteins, veggies, fruits, blah, blah. You know, I need to work with you and figure out what your barriers are, what your health goals are, what your concerns are. And then we're going to work through that and figure out how we can, you know, help you to make changes and make those better choices. It's not just a cookie cutter approach. You know, we got to have individualization. So um, just, you know, working on that personalization and helping you to slowly make healthier habits. Perfect. And we know we have we have a lot of plans for you in driver health and fitness and and to really help our drivers move their health in the right direction, no matter what they might be facing as barriers and everything. And so what are the things some of the things you're planning on working on in the future for driver health and fitness? So um, we are building programs for, I guess, just kind of get everyone included um, at your own pace, just on that online format so that we can do online videos, lessons, things like that. Um, and that's going to be with mainly focusing on just kind of healthy habits and weight control. Um, and then hopefully working on a diabetes program and just going from there and seeing, getting feedback from you guys and seeing what other programs we need to create. Um, within that, we definitely have time for kind of just individual like talking. You know, we just need to talk and figure out what we've got going on. So, so we'll work on that as well. Yeah, and so she's talking a little bit about um, our new platform that will be launching here in the near future. And on that, she'll also be offering uh, nutritional counseling. This will be on driverhealthandfitness.com. So if you remember anything today, remember that website, driverhealthandfitness.com. You can get on there today. You can see resources that can help you move your health in the right direction. Um, you can contact us through that website as well. And we'll have nutritional counseling you can do with her um, on the road. So you could do it on the road. And then also we have a weight control program we'll have through that telling you, you know, how you can lessen your weight, keep your weight the same, whatever your goals might be. And we'll have a virtual personal training on there. We'll have a lot of resources for you as well. Um, and if drivers want to reach you, say, after today's meeting or, you know, come up to the office sometime, can you let them know how to do that? 
So yeah, um, we're just right upstairs, um, right next to back behind like the ping pong tables and the pool tables right back there. Um, and there's the yoga studio and then we're just right across the hall. Um, so you can come and talk anytime up there. Um, you can also go to the driver health and fitness website and then you can schedule a call with me. Um, and then in the future, we've got those programs coming up. So, yeah. And you know, if you guys have any questions, we'll hang out a little bit after the meeting today. You can ask either of us questions. Um, and you know, you can reach out to us, like she said, at driverhealthandfitness.com or dhf at primeinc.com if you're email savvy. Um, so we want to welcome you, Rachel, and we're excited for everything you're going to offer our drivers in the future. Um, and you know, also one thing I kind of wanted to have a housekeeping item here because last week we had something come up with one of our drivers on the road with one of our Planet Fitness locations. And I want to make you aware of something that, you know, Planet Fitness does, and this is independent of every location since about 90% of them are franchised out and independently owned. They sometimes have their own rules and regulations for certain things. And one of we had a driver that went to a Planet Fitness location and they stayed there. They, apparently there was an unwritten rule that they didn't advertise that after an hour and 15 minutes in the gym, they, they uh, boot your truck. And so this driver left after about an hour and a half and there was a boot on his front tire. And so it was kind of a whole ordeal where this wasn't advertised, this driver didn't know anything about it, and then this happened. And unfortunately, a lot of drivers out there don't have the same respect as you all do when it comes to parking lots and keeping things clean and everything. And so a lot of these locations have rules where you're in there so long and then they might possibly boot your, boot your wheels on your truck. And we want you to make, be aware of this. So you go in there, you can get a workout in, but you don't have to worry about this happening while you're in there. So I encourage you, if you go to any gym during the holidays, Planet Fitness or anything like that, ask the front desk or ask the, you know, call them up before you get there to make sure that it's a truck friendly parking lot and that nothing like this is going to happen. They don't have any unwritten rules like this because a lot of times they don't advertise it, but it's still out there and they can do that because unfortunately it's an independently owned franchise. So um, we encourage you to just, you know, we love when you guys work out out there, but make sure you're doing it at a place that allows it for truckers in a friendly way. So um, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to hit us up, dhf at primeinc.com. Uh, we're here for all your health needs, you know, mental health, stress management, nutrition, exercise, whatever you guys got, we'll be there for you. So we appreciate you guys staying out through the holidays, being away from your loved ones, family, and for everything you do for delivering loads and keeping our country supplied. Truly, thank you for that. And if you have any questions at all, We'll stay over here after the meeting. You can ask us anything. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Rachel. And welcome, Rachel. I hope we live up to your expectations, and I think we probably will. You know, we haven't mentioned the word growth yet, but we always talk about growth. And for our for our new folks here, our, our PSDs, you know, you, you really are our future. You're our growth. It, it's critical that we grow the company. There's a lot of reasons for that. But... For you guys being here, again, we appreciate that because that's going to allow us to grow the company. So I'm going to ask Stan Caster to, key to come up for just a minute. Stan plays a big role in the growth of the company through our PSD program, matching up folks so they're compatible, getting them into the TNT program. So go ahead, Stan. Thank you, Steve. Good morning, everyone. Well, first thing I'm thankful for is you all. I'm thankful for Prime. I'm thankful for the opportunities that I have here, but truly the opportunities to be able to meet new people to help people become professional over the road truck drivers. So Missouri, PA, Utah, thank you all for what you do. Um, one thing that I want to talk about, I don't know if you all have heard the word um, COVID. 
right? It's not gone, right? Just the only thing I want to talk about this morning for just a minute, if you're an instructor, if you're a PSD um, in that truck, I, I still need you to make sure if you're not vaccinated that you're masking, okay? That's part of the protocol. I know it gets tough, and after a certain amount of time that you've been in that truck together for a while, maybe that's maybe we're looking at something different, but if you're just meeting each other, if you're just starting together, we need to make sure that we're staying masked, okay? It isn't gone, um, and, and we could have a potential problem again, so just please make sure of that. I wanted to make sure I announced that from here so we could get this to all three locations. And we have managers, Aaron Ward, uh, in Utah. If you have any questions about that in Utah, you can talk to Aaron about that. Richard Brock is our training manager in PA. So if you have questions about that up there, you can talk to him. Um, my phone number, because I think this get, will get re-recorded. My direct line is 417-521-3299. Um, if you have questions about that, you can contact me direct, and uh, I don't mind kind of covering that with you, okay? I truly appreciate each and every one of you, and um, I hope you have a good holiday. Thank you for what you do, okay? Thank you. Thank you, Stan. Appreciate you coming up today. You know, I always mention, you know, one of the neatest innovations in trucking, you know, our our, our more veteran drivers will will realize this is really what we've been able to do with the smartphone and the app, the Prime app. That really has been a game changer for getting paid, for reporting accidents, for getting information, for uh, communicating, and we're always looking for information. So I think Brianne here, who oversees the development of the app, the improvement of the app, is really going to look for some volunteers. So go ahead, Brianne. I am. So last week we announced we're we've. We're working on a new version of My Prime, and that's kind of the website that we've built inside of the Prime mobile app. It's your personal portal that has, you know, you can go look at your hours of service. You can go look at your points. You can go look at all the individual information that applies to you. Um, that website was was made many, many years ago, the one that we're using currently, and we've grown a lot since then. And growth is not bad, but sometimes we got to grow with it. So just like we build new buildings when we have too many people, we had to build a new website because we just have too many people using that old one. So um, I'm asking for if you'd like to participate, we have a beta going on right now for the My Prime. So it's only the web portal of the app, but... If you want to join, um, we've redone that whole website and we're really excited about it, updated, it's much faster. We've reorganized it from some feedback. And last week we got a lot of people in there and a lot of great feedback. So we're looking for more. And if you'd like to join, all you have to do is send a message to Prime Mobile Help through the app. Doesn't matter how long you've been here. Doesn't matter how savvy you are on your phone. If you'd like to participate, you're more than welcome to. All you got to do is send us a message and tell us that you're willing to participate. And we turn that on for each individual person who wants to participate. Um, it just adds an extra button. You still have access to both, but it'll really help us out trying to make sure that everything's ready to go and we get ready for that new website to go live here in a few weeks. So. I know I have an issue where, um, like, when you back out of the app and try to get back to it, it freezes. I don't know if it's my phone, um, but, you know, I've been having issues with it. I know I haven't brought up anything. I know I'll probably see you later, but. You'll see me later. I, I haven't heard of anybody else having it, so it might yeah. be something we can do on your phone, but you yeah, can just bring it up after. It's a remand phone, so <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. 
and it could be if it's just if it's just the the my prime website that you go to uh, you know we we started when we started with that website we didn't have nearly the number of drivers that we do now and especially on payroll nights uh, a lot of people get in there and try to look at the payroll all at the same time and so this new website was built for for the number of people that we have and the amount of data that we put into it so hopefully this will cure a lot of those problems I know they send you all these certain things, like um, especially when they work on a trailer at a terminal. Is there any way of them, instead of sending you 1,800 messages that they're working on the trailer, to like when they're in, in the shop, they could just like not keep on sending to you, especially if you're sleeping? Um. I'm not sure what message that is either. On the, so, is it like out of temperature or is yeah. it? Yeah. So like when they need to repair the trailer, like like the, the reefer unit, and it's loaded, they'll send you out of temp reefers off. Um, it's just it's just. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can call Road Assist and they can change the settings on that one. We'll, we'll, nope. Nope. We will work with the operations group regarding the option. There's an option behind the scenes right now that most people don't know about where we can actually turn the alarms off on a trailer. But here's the issue. We don't want to have any damaged product. And so, you know, that's part of it. Really, it was originally designed if we had a trailer that we knew had, had a problem, it was reporting wrong, we wanted to be able to turn it off. Maybe that's an option to use it for. But again, we want to protect the product. And I understand, you know, we don't want to disturb people when they're sleeping, but if that door is open on that trailer and we're doing something to that product, we need to know about it. Uh, I understand, like, when you're driving on the road, it goes off, but I'm just worried about, I just don't like it when it's at the shop. I know? agree with you, but if it's in the shop and the doors are open and it's causing a problem, we need to know about it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. If you have any other questions for the app or anything, come see me after the meeting. I'll be right over here. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Roddy. You know, we mentioned earlier in the meeting that we're, we're going into the most challenging four weeks of the year as we, we head into the Christmas holiday, the New Year holiday, and, you know, satisfying those com competing demands of customers and drivers. So let me ask Jim Guthrie to come up. Jim's our director of operations in the reefer division. And, yeah, we do have three divisions in this company, but the holidays really impact the reefer division much greater, in my opinion, than reefer, I'm sorry, than tanker or uh, flatbed. So I'm going to ask Jim from the reefer division to kind of talk talk about the next four weeks. Jim. Hey, thanks, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Uh, appreciate seeing the new folks here. Welcome. Welcome to you. Uh, Brian was talking a minute ago about, <clears throat> excuse me, about payroll. I just wanted to throw a couple numbers out from last week. Our, our, uh, in the reefer division, our independent contractors, average settlement after all expenses paid average was $2,025 for solos. Uh, so that's an average. You know, there's some that were up over 3000 and in our teams, our lead seat, after all expenses, co-driver, everything paid, $3,914 on average last week. So we're, we're proud of that. We're going to take that and keep building on it and keep it going, going higher. Uh, point being, too, there's a lot of opportunities for uh, trainees right now. So if, uh, you're, if you're qualified, uh, we need some help these next few weeks. And uh, there's a lot of money to be made out there. Um, <clears throat> We're talking about our holiday surcharge and what we're going to do these next few weeks uh, with with our customer base to get as much capacity as possible. 
So, you know, in the in the refrigerated uh, division, this this time of the year is really the most critical time of the year for our customers. And these are customers that support us all year round. And so it's really important that we step up every way we can to help take care of them, give them support uh, throughout this this holiday period, because everybody's, you know, at home eating, uh, having having get togethers. Uh, you know, there's a lot of demand for food products. We're already in short supply in many areas of the country. Uh, inventories are low, uh, replenishment's low. So, you know, it's really important that we step up and support our customers during this time period because they support us uh, the rest of the year as well. So, uh, you know, one one thing that we're implementing this year um, in, is a little bit different way of looking at uh, extra pay around the holidays. And so we've been working with our customer base to uh, implement a holiday surcharge. Um, every customer is going to be a little bit different depending on what their uh, freight mix is, what their rate structure is. But, uh, you know, we anticipate anywhere from about $200 per load, uh, upwards of 700 or more per load. Uh, and and uh, everything, really everything in between. And, and the time period that we're looking at currently is December the 20th through January the 7th. Now, some customers have more demand the week going into that, the week before December 20th. So there may be some surcharges available that week too. Uh, but, but by and large, uh, what we're trying to accomplish is increased rates uh, from December the 20th through January the 7th. And uh, those rates will be factored into the estimated revenue on your load. Uh, so you'll be able to see that whenever, uh, whenever you're planned or dispatched. And uh, what we're trying to accomplish here is not make you have to stay out for 18 or 21 days to receive a bonus. But, but you know, every load you can haul is going to have a little bit of extra money on there uh, to help compensate you for that extra time. Or, or for that support during this very, very critical time period. So, uh, you know, we're going to have some more information coming out over the next week or so. We've we've really locked in, locked up most of our top 20 at this point, uh, and, and we're working on a few others to get agreements in place. But, uh, you know, I will say, uh, you know, our customers are stepping up and they're saying, hey, we want to help, you know, get additional capacity out there. So every additional load we can get, uh, is going to help support these folks during their time of need. So, uh, you know, please consider what you can do. Uh, you know, again, one load makes a big difference uh, during that time period. You know, five loads makes even more difference. So uh, please consider what you can do as you're making your plans, uh, you know, for the holidays. And, and let's do all we can to support our customers uh, during that time of need. So, um, you know, it's good to see everybody here this morning. We don't have very many people here. There's probably a lot of folks home celebrating Thanksgiving. Uh, certainly wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, those of you that are out there working, we certainly appreciate that very much. Uh, so, you know, thank you for that if you're out there working. Uh, and, and again, welcome to the new folks here. We're going to work really hard to make this a great experience for you. Uh, we're, we're definitely uh, not perfect, but we, we uh, strive to get better every day. So, uh, thank you all for what you do. I uh, would uh, wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, please be safe when you're out there. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate you coming out. One thing. 
one thing we always have to do at all our prime functions, and it's very important to us, and that's recognize our veterans. So if you served in the armed forces, could you take just a second and go ahead and stand so we can recognize you this morning for your service? Very good. Thank you. You know, as we start to close out here, I think, you know, both Bill and I have used the term, some of our speakers have used the term family. And, and this really is a family. You know, I've been fortunate. I've been here a while. Not There's folks that have been here a lot longer than I have. But, you know, it, it truly is a family. It's a very big family. But we do care about you. We, we, we care about each and every person. And there's going to be challenges. There's going to be challenges over the, the holidays that the load you get just wasn't what you were expecting, or it's not going exactly where you want. It's not from lack of trying. I can tell you, these folks that work inside the walls here, they give it 110% every day because they realize at the end of the day, without our operators, without our drivers, we're nothing. We're nothing. So please, you know, bear with us over the holidays. It's always a challenging time, but we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it better than any other trucking company is. I can guarantee you, most just throw in the towel at holidays, but that's not the way we operate. So again, welcome to our family. I would like to bring up our last speaker, really the, really the head of our family, Robert Lowe, who started Prime in 1970, 51 years later, still here. Robert, welcome. Still here and still kicking. <laughs> Barely, but I am. I'm going to consult with our health and fitness folks and maybe, you know, they can kind of get me going here. <clears throat> anyway, good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Just a little bit late. If you're here yesterday, I hope you enjoyed the, the meal. I know I did. It's pretty good. I do all right back there. <clears throat> good to see our new folks. Appreciate you all. Of course, I appreciate you know our folks that have been here a while. Um, you've done a heck of a job thus far in the holidays. You know, we talk about you know, we're in operations, we're shorthanded because about 50% of our fleet is not available today. But think about that 50% that is available. They're making sacrifices, moving this nation's food products primarily and, and other products are all due respect to our flatbed and tanker folks. Uh, you know, they're they're out there moving at, at about the same rate. So you know that's not bad. That's we're we're doing a we're doing a good job, and our customers sure appreciate it. Now, these holiday incentives, holiday bonuses, surcharge, holiday surcharge. You know, ninety nine percent of our customers, maybe not quite that much, but a large majority of our customers are participating at some level. So, you independent contractors are going to be participating at our contractual rates. Now, you know, these loads are amped up, you know, maybe like a minimum of $280 up to whatever, maybe 700, maybe a thousand in some cases. That's additional money that our shippers are paying us to keep them going. Now that's showing appreciation, that's showing respect. We deserve it, we're worth it, but if at all possible, I hope that you can get out there and participate in that, at least to some extent. Don't have to stay out the whole period. Every day you're out there, we appreciate it. We appreciate you if you're not out there at all, but you know, think about January and February are gonna come. Things are likely to back off a little bit. You know, We don't know uh, just what the economy is gonna do. Keith McCoy back here. 
he's got the crystal ball, but he don't share everything with me. So I'm not sure. I'll ask him after the meeting. But, you know, if you can get that extra thousand or two, and that's some walking around money. You know what I mean? A little walking around money is not bad to have. So if you can, uh, get out there and participate in it. Um, do something nice for your family. You know, it's, it's all good. We, we love you all. You're family. We respect you. And, you know, we owe you the ability to make a living here. And we do that. We also have a few other basic tenets. You heard a lot about safety. And hand-in-hand -hand with safety is good health. So those are things that Prime brings to the table and promises to you as, as an associate here, as a family member, respect, ability to make a living, safety, and good health. God bless each of you. Please be safe.